The rush to put children on hormones as part of gender-affirming care has hit American culture like a runaway train. Is there a financial incentive driving this agenda? Here to unpack present-day issues from a biblical perspective is Janet Parshall. More European countries are putting in place cautionary practices when it comes to so-called gender-affirming surgery for minors. Norway can now be added to Finland, Sweden, and the UK and having limits for gender-affirming care to minors. In the U.S., 12 states have either banned or limited gender-affirming care. Yet some hospitals in the U.S. are plowing ahead. One reason is the business of gender care is a very lucrative enterprise. But a recent article in the New York Times indicates that sometimes money obscures the mandate to do no harm. Jamie Reed, a pediatric gender clinician, recently blew the whistle on the speed at which affirming care at Washington University Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital was taking place. The Times corroborated many of Reed's allegations, like a substantial number of adolescent patients were prescribed testosterone treatments before their underlying mental health issues were addressed. The St. Louis Clinic also exhibited a lack of record-keeping and patient tracking. The Times wrote... As demand rose, more patients arrived with complex mental health issues. The clinic staff often grappled with how best to help, documents show, bringing into sharp relief a tension in the field over whether some children's gender distress is the root cause of their mental health problems or possibly a transient consequence of them. The article also noted... With its psychologists overbooked, the clinic relied on external therapists, some with little experience in gender issues, to evaluate the young patient's readiness for hormonal medications. Doctors prescribed hormones to patients who had obtained such approvals, even adolescents whose medical histories raised red flags. Some of these patients later stopped identifying as transgender and received little to no support from the clinic after doing so. As a result of Reed's story, Missouri's Attorney General has opened an investigation into the clinic. Grant money from NIH totaling $5.7 million for research on eight-year-old children who were given cross-sex hormones also went to four children's hospitals, Boston Children's, Lurie's Children in Chicago, USCF Benehoff, and CHLA. While some institutions are racing toward this cultural contagion, others are issuing a caution. The University of Hamburg Medical Center found that transgender and gender diverse people who have undergone gender reassignment surgery feel lonelier. The same group of researchers also found that nearly half of the transgender people have varying levels of being unsatisfied with their lives. Jamie Reed, the whistleblower at St. Louis Children's Hospital, who identifies as a far-left LGBT activist, says the medical industry is pressing parents into getting transgender treatment for their children under threats that the child will commit suicide if treatment isn't given. This, she says, is morally and medically appalling. It's time we paid attention. Those are my thoughts. I'm Janet Parshall. For more information, go to JanetParshallCommentary.org or email us at JanetParshallCommentary at Moody.edu.